Podcast Answer Man, episode number 51, sponsored by Evan Ag at Ag Design. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Podcast Answer Man. Oh, my gosh, has it been a long time. Oh, my gosh, no way. February 9th was the last time I posted almost a month? You've got to be kidding me. Craziness. I am so sorry that I've taken such a long hiatus from the Podcast Answer Man. If you've been following the My Crazy Life podcast, you know that I've not been slacking. I have not been without putting out podcasts. In fact, I've been issuing, uh, issuing, publishing approximately anywhere between two and five podcast episodes every single day since I've been back from uh, PodCamp Nashville. Anyway, there has been, I, I think really what's held me up from doing Podcast Answer Man is the fact that I knew that I wanted to do some kind of uh, podcast devoted to my experience at PodCamp Nashville. And of course, I have a lot of recorded content from people that I talked to while I was there. And and I didn't want to go on and talk about other topics before I had an opportunity to, to share this stuff. But as you guys know, I ha- I hate to do editing. I don't like editing. And so I've just had all this raw content sitting around. So finally tonight, I finally set aside some time. And we're going to hammer out a couple episodes of the Podcast Answer Man to be released over the next few days. And of course, the Podcast Answer Man is made possible through the generous support over uh, uh, from AG Design. And I want to encourage you, if you need any podcast uh, graphic work, any kind of website design, anything at all when it comes to computer graphics, I'll tell you, Evan Ag has never steered me wrong. He's done a wonderful job for me, and honestly, I use him even some of the time for my own clients where I'm working on stuff, and I just get into a tight bind. And he's great, and in fact, he has uh, graciously sponsored this episode, but not only that, but he'll give you 20% off if you mention the Podcast Answer Man. In fact, uh, to make sure that I get tracked for all of my traffic that I'm sending over to him, why don't you go over to ageedesign.com slash podcast. That's A-G-E-E-Design.com slash podcast. And make sure that if you want the 20% off time, the Podcast Answer Man sent you over there. So anyway, I did want to kind of share with you some of the events and my thoughts after leaving Nashville and having that event there, being that it was my second PodCamp experience, being that it was my first PodCamp speaking experience. Of course, you know episode number 50 of the Podcast Answer Man was the recording of my uh, talk that I gave. And wow, I tell you, speaking at a PodCamp event, I I love public speaking. I've shared that with you guys in the past, but man, was it awesome. I loved every single bit of it. And it really opened up a lot of doors for some connecting and networking that would have, I think, otherwise been impossible. It really, it it was really neat to have the people who were not aware of my podcasting efforts prior to that event get to know me a little bit through my speaking uh, that I did publicly. And so the the folks that were able to hear me speak were able to at least get a taste of what I sound like when I'm talking and about the passion that I have and how excited I am about podcasting and new media. 
and and it went over really well. And a lot of people, it, it, the entire day, I was I was surrounded with people who wanted to talk and ask questions. And man, it just felt really good. Not in a prideful, boastful kind of way, but it just made me feel at home. And I really enjoyed that. Now I'm going to play a couple. I'm going to play three different recordings uh, of varying lengths. One's almost eight minutes. One's almost eleven minutes, and one's two minutes in this episode. And then I'm going to uh, shut down the recording here and move on into episode number 52 so I don't flood your uh, iPods with stuff that you can't quite consume in one episode. I know that goes against the whole thing of podcasting. By golly, just give me a four-hour episode. I've done it before, and people liked it. Well, some people did. Some people didn't. Anyway, I want to just say that overall, my experience at PodCamp Nashville while it was completely, vastly different than my experience at PodCamp Boston, I will say that it was it was an excellent experience altogether. There were a couple things that I didn't like about it. Number one, as a speaker, I did not like the fact that I was limited to 20 minutes. In fact, if you go back and look at my episode, you'll note episode number 50, you'll notice I hit the record button right as I started talking and I hit the stop button right as I quit talking and I did have four minutes left. So in essence, they told me to wrap it up, I was done and I was already out of time, 16 minutes into my 20 minute talk, and I had prepared excellently for a 20 minute talk. And so I was a little bummed about that. My last four minutes got crammed into about 30 seconds and I think it really showed. However, things still turned out pretty well, I think, given the circumstances. But I will tell you, big letdown, 20 minute presentation not it no if if i speak at another podcamp and they have a limitation of 20 minutes i may choose not to speak just because of that that it's just not enough time especially if you want to have any kind of group interaction my feeling you need at least 30 minutes minimum 40 minutes would be excellent so basically what you would get in essence is approximately 30 to 35 minutes with about 5 to 10 minutes for questions and answers and and all that other good jazz afterwards it's, it, it, it's very minor well, no, actually, no, I'd say that one's a major. Now, there was another uh, thing that I didn't like about PodCamp Nashville that I was expecting from all PodCamps, and that was the, the I think it's called the Law of Two Feet. Uh, it, the whole idea is that in PodCamp, uh, in, in these PodCamps, that you would have multiple sessions happening or occurring at the same time. Now, of course, the venue in which we were speaking would have kind of limited that, although there was another room off to the side uh, that, that was kind of unused that could have been set up. However, in in the venue that we had, it was, it was basically one stage, center stage, That's that was it. And all sessions were done from that one stage, and there were no competing uh, sessions. And the law of two feet says that, listen, if there's ever a time when you are in a session and you feel like you're just not getting anything out of it whatsoever, it's not quite your cup of tea, you just get up and walk out and nobody's going to think bad about you. And you move on to the next, you know, maybe one of the other topics. Well, that was not possible here. And the nice thing about PodCamp Boston, and from what I understand from other PodCamps, is that in venues where there are multiple sessions going on at the same time, there are always these hallways. And in Boston, there were th- there were these hallways. And I'll say is some of the greatest conversations and conversations and networking happened in the hallway conversations in between and sometimes during multiple sessions happening. I hung out in the in 
the hallway and just really interacted with people. And I'll tell you, I really missed that in Nashville. In Nashville, you could not have an outside conversation with folks without seeming rude. And what I mean by that is that, you know, the there, not only is there the grand stage, the grand central stage, but there was these big loudspeakers blasting out into the common area where the tables were set. And so everybody, you couldn't just go up to somebody who's sitting at the table and start a conversation because in a way you're talking in the room where the speaking is going on and it was a little awkward. So so if I, if I had two things that I could say that I'm a little nitpicky about, about the Nashville experience was number one. I didn't like 20 minutes or less. Number two, I didn't like the fact that I couldn't practice the law of two feet and I could not have, uh, and that was in combination with the fact that you also could not have those wonderful networking hallway conversations. You were limited to conversation in between speakers. So with that said, all I can say is that I still had an awesome time and it was different than what I had expected, but it still went well. I will say, however, I will say this. I do believe that had I not spoke that morning, I would have had a completely different experience at PodCamp Nashville, and I probably would not have liked the weekend at all. That's all I'm thinking because, well, the, the thing is, is I knew the Diva girl, the Diva Cast girls, so I probably would have still spoke with them probably would not have had as high energy conversation based upon the fact that you know they were able to hear me speak there that day and that kind of drove a lot of the the initial uh, energy into the conversations that we had and and the same was true with with a lot of the other people that I connected with uh, I did make some good connections in between sessions but I'll tell you a lot of people had to come up to me uh, for for me to feel comfortable talking to them because like I said, it, it was almost as though you felt rude if you were to go up during a session. So people would come up to me afterwards. And I don't think that would have happened had I not spoke. And so I, I don't know. But you know what? It, it was. I, I think that they got that feedback from a lot of people. And I know that I've shared that feedback with some other podcasts that are being organized, specifically the one here in uh, Ohio that's coming up in June. And I told him, I said, you know, I want to speak, but I want more than 20 minutes. And number two, I hope you guys are going to have more than one session and have a, a hallway where people can congregate during, uh, in between, during, before, and after all these sessions because that's where the magic happens. It really is. So with that, um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, break here for just a minute. I'm going to play a little bit uh, of a clip that I had with three guys that I already knew, a part of the gspn.tv community, and actually all three of them who were very big and a part of the SQPN uh, community, which I'm also a part of with Father Roderick. And so uh, here is a little bit of our conversation. I've seen these guys on Twitter. You stream online everywhere, uh, but I'm going to introduce some folks here. So first off, let's start with uh, Scott to my right. Scott, long time no see, my friend. I know it's been since last weekend. Yeah, it has. <laughs> now you're from where? I'm from Spring City, Tennessee, about two and a half hours here from Nashville. Here. That's right. And Scott was in uh, Cincinnati this past weekend for some kind of trade show. Right. We have a company that puts uh, LED lighting on motorcycles, and we were at the V-Twin dealer show that takes place in Cincinnati every year. And he and his wife, Christine, took my wife and I out to dinner, and we just, uh, thank you again. 
Oh, you're very welcome. We enjoyed it. I figured I'd get a few tips from you, and I did. So it was well worth it. He sucked that information right out of me. So anyway, uh, next up we have Mark Smith here. Uh, he's also known as Thicky, T-H-I-C-K-E. And uh, Mark, good to meet you finally. Oh, it's good to meet you too, Cliff. I know we've uh, we've gone back and forth about Mac issues before. So <laughs> Yes, we have. The old, the old, actually the issue with this Edderall recorder giving a... Uh, capital MP3 versus a smaller, lowercase MP3. I don't think they've ever fixed that, have they? I don't think so. Don't yeah, know. well, the Steve Jobs, I guess, he, he just thinks everything's perfect in his world, so. Right. Anyway. It is, it is world. It, but it is a garage band issue, not a Mac issue. Okay, that's good. <laughs> so those garage band programmers are the ones that, uh, it, it's that Fisher Price software that just comes with the thing, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, so uh, if you guys have a Mac, uh, you might want to check out helpigotamac.com. But uh, do you now wait? Uh, hold on. I need to go back to Scott. Scott, tell us about your podcasting. Uh, we're doing a show called The Sweatcast, and it's at sweatcast.tv. And my wife and I, Christine, uh, do a show from the treadmill and the stationary bike and soon the weights, uh, about a 30 minute audio video on Ustream. We do it every day. And then we put it out on the feed as an MP4 so you can subscribe to it and take it, take it with you to the gym. Sweatcast.tv. Sweatcast.tv for all you old farts out there. All righty. And then, Mark, do you do a podcast? Yeah, I sure do. I do um, the Catholic Vocations podcast. It's a podcast dedicated to men and women who have followed uh, a religious calling within the Catholic Church. Excellent. Now, how is it possible that that's not a part of SQPN yet? Well, I just started. Okay, Father Roderick, I know you're listening. Uh, We've got a new Catholic podcaster out there, and he's not on the network yet, so let's uh, hook him up, all right? All right, next we have Rob Williams, also known as the Tupelo Catholic. Mm -hmm. Rob, how's it going, my friend? It's going very good, Cliff. Now, I've actually had the pleasure of talking with Rob a couple times on a live uh, broadcast that we've done Mm -hmm. on uh, TalkShoe. So tell us about your podcast. Well, basically, our podcast is uh, about a Catholic couple living in uh, Mississippi. Well, it sounds familiar, doesn't it? It's a Georgia couple. But... (laughs) Um, we just talk about our lives and talk about uh, you know, faith, and our, uh, our walk in faith, our walk in our uh, jobs and stuff like that. And um, Probably talk about our dogs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about escaped monkeys? I, I've heard oh, something about those. Monkeys, yes, yes. That's actually the big difference between you and Catholic in a small town is that, that we got they're the raising children. You aren't raising children yet. You're just raising dogs, right? Yeah. <laughs> and watching out for escaped monkeys. So. <laughs> All righty. Well, uh, it's good to see you guys here. I'm going to go and make some rounds, try to get some uh, interviews with some other folks. And uh, Father Roderick, if you're listening to this, I just want to let you know I already see at least one SQPN t-shirt here. So uh, Rob's representing. Thank you. All Would right. you have to speak in a minute? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, any minute now. Like you're... like. Like 10 minutes ago, you were supposed to be speaking. What happened? Well, they haven't called me up to the stage yet, okay. so. I, you know me, I'm, I'm life unscripted, so I'm ready to go whenever they say. Plus, he's, he can do this Plus he's interviewing us. I mean, he's got to have his priorities, well, right? That's true. That's true, absolutely. And he can give the speech in his sleep, so, you know. Yeah, exactly. In fact, I, I think I wrote my speech while I was sleeping this morning. You don't sleep, do you? I, I do, sometime between uh, 4 o'clock in the morning and 11 o'clock in the morning. Cliff is going to bed when I'm getting up. That's about 4.30 in the morning. Yeah, it's, it's kind of nice because every, every morning I, I see Scott come online on, uh, on uh, Skype and, and I say good morning, good night, and I'll see That's you later. <laughs> that sounds like one crazy life. It, yes, it is. It's my crazy life. So, folks, uh, I'm going to go uh, run around here and see if I can get some other people before I have to speak. See you later. Thanks, Thanks guys. Bye-bye.
Hey, Kieran, this is uh, Cliff Ravenscraft here. I'm wondering if I can record you for my podcast, Answer Man Podcast. Sure, that's fine. All right, I don't so know if I have much good to say. All right, well, tell me why. What interests you here at PodCamp? Um, mostly, I've uh, I've worked in IT here in Nashville for about ten years, and uh, went to bar camp during the summer and realized that that was an event where, as long as I've worked here and as many people as I've known, there wasn't a single person in that room apart from the guy I came with, who uh, who I had worked with or met before, and so sort of opened my eyes to the fact that there's a whole sort of community of people here in Nashville that, that I just hadn't been involved with or gotten to know, and so I decided I just wanted to start kind of getting involved with things and uh, uh, see who's out there and find out what's going on around town. So just get more involved, really, and kind of do a little networking. So I'm not a podcaster. I'm not uh, I'm not uh, personally involved in a lot of that kind of stuff. I'm not a real good blogger, pretty negligent about that as well, but generally just sort of... Uh, interested in the in the community of people here in Nashville and let's see what's going on. Very cool. Well, I'm glad to have met you. And uh, if it wasn't for podcasting in that community, I wouldn't be here today. So it's good to meet you. It's good to meet you, too. Thanks. All right. So next up, I have Sean and Mark Anderson. Is it Anderson? Anunson. I'm sorry. That's okay. So who goes first? Let's start with Sean. Okay. All right. Mark, tell us about what you're doing here at PodCamp and what interests you the most. Well, I'm here for the chicks, man. Here for the chicks. These PodCamp babes are wonderful. Wow. There's so far there's been one woman in here. She's she's 97 years old. She she's actually looking for directions to the Waffle House. And I gave her a ride down there and gave her my card and. She's coming back later, so we can all talk to her later. That's great. That's wonderful. So you do a podcast? Yeah, we, Sean and myself and another guy named Jesse, we do the Mangy Dog Radio Hour Whoop-de-doo. 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 Sorry. After you say Mangy Dog Radio Hour Whoop-de-doo, you always have to say I wasn't ready. Try me again. Feed me. We do a podcast called the Mangy Dog Radio Hour Whoop-de-doo. Whoop-de-doo. And that's, uh, it's on the internet, Revere Radio, iTunes. Comedypodcast.com. Comedypodcast.com. It's probably the most... Popular podcast you've never heard about. Yeah. Awesome. It's, it's uh, voted by ComedyPodcast.com. It's their flagship podcast. Yeah, it's, and that's saying a lot, because yeah. there's, well, there's a... Uh, there's a... Uh, uh, it's pretty much the only yeah, podcast on there right but, now. So. <laughs> gotcha. So, uh, you guys from Nashville? We are, yes. Well, yeah, we are now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Very Live cool. Live from Nashville. Live. Live. So, what's your podcast? I want to hear about that. Let's... let's well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to be the first person speaking up there, so you're going to hear more oh, about me than you sweet. ever wanted to hear. Oh, man. In 20 minutes or less. When can we listen to this? <laughs> uh, probably tomorrow. All right. So, That's yeah. great. Podcastanswerman.com. Sounds All right, great. cool. All right, thanks, guys. Is that a good enough interview? Do we need to take two? Or? Um, I'll tell you what, let's do that over. Okay, I'll tell you what, I had forgotten that I also talked with, uh, I think it was Kieran and the Mangy Dog Radio Super Hour Show guys or whatever they were, but anyway, you got that in there as well. You could just tell there was a lot of excitement in the air getting ready for the event to start, and right after I talked with those folks, I went up and gave my speech, and that's when episode 50 happened. Immediately following the my talk... I, I ended up getting an opportunity to speak with Joseph Jaffe. Now, Joseph Jaffe is a pretty popular podcaster out there in, in talking about new media marketing. 
And he's very low tech as far as the way he approaches his podcasting. In fact, he's got one of those little $30 Radio Shack digital audio recorders. And, uh, and his sound quality kind of, you know, shows. However, I will tell you that, that he's got a very popular show. And a lot of people are listening to what he has to say because his content is relevant. And it, it really talks about the, the need for change in the way that, that companies market their businesses to the new consumers. And so anyway, with that, he he was very, I guess, energized by the talk that I had given, and he wanted to interview me, and so he pulled out his, his Radio Shack uh, digital recorder and says, hey, do you mind if I interview you? And I said, absolutely not. And so I pulled up, of course, you know, being the person that I am, I pulled out my Edderall, and I hit record as well, and this is what we got. So I'm so still like low-tech it's unbelievable which is part of the whole message isn't it right yeah it's like i am the 30 buck radio shack dude <laughs> you know so i'm here with cliff ravenscroft as we would say in south africa who uh, who gave an impassioned presentation at uh, podcast nashville why don't you uh why don't you talk a little bit about some of the things you said and and really what the highlights were of uh of um, what I thought was an awesome presentation here at Park in Nashville. Well, uh, if I had to say anything about the highlights, um, is, is really passion is everything. Um, it, it, you know, you have to find your niche. You have to find out what it is that makes you come alive. And for me, uh, it's my faith, it's entertainment, and it's technology. Those three things. I, I mean, you. You couldn't uh, pay me to stop talking about those things, and so therefore it, it's just going to happen. And so to give me a microphone and allow me to have a voice and share my passion with people, and then all of a sudden people being inspired, encouraged, educated, and entertained by that, it's, it was a dream come true, a, a dream that I never realized I had until it happened. And then as soon as I got it, nothing else in my life mattered except for having that voice and getting the word out. You see, it's a very interesting point because, you know, the one thing that I'll say to people is everybody is an expert at something. So, you know, passion and expertise, in a way, are two very interesting thoughts because they may or may not be the same thing. But the point is that, I mean, we saw a slide for someone who's got a knitting pod, a man, right? Yeah. You know, not what you would expect, but he's passionate about knitting. And to the knitting community... Um, he, and certainly to his listeners, he is an expert, and therefore he is influential. Absolutely. There's no doubt about that. And, and the fact is, is that it doesn't matter what your passion is. As, as long as you're passionate about it, there are other people out there that share your passion. As, as crazy as whatever your passion is, there are other people like you. And that's the most amazing thing about, well, it's one of the amazing things about podcasting, is that you know there are a couple of things that I'm, I'm passionate about, and my friends locally got tired of hearing me talking about it. That's all you talk about, Cliff. You only talk about that TV show Lost. You only talk about this. You only talk about that. It's like, do you have any other interest? I'm like, like no. These, this is what drives me. This is what, this is what I thrive on. And so, you know, people kind of put up with it for a while, but then you kind of have to tone yourself back with your friends and your family because they get tired of hearing you talk about the same thing. But you, all of a sudden, you start a podcast about that passion, and then people are all of a sudden are like, you, if you miss a week, they're coming. Like, they're like. Cliff, we're waiting for that next podcast episode where you're going to spend 55 minutes talking about this. It's like, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, that, you know, that's a very interesting point because, you know, at the end of the day, this is about community and it is about focus as well. 
some people try and be all things to all people and some people as well you know they kind of they're seen as even overbearing maybe with with their friends and family and in a way I, I sometimes refer to it as a synchronous intimacy but there really are meaningful meaningful connections and bonds being created as well you know when I when I speak later to to the group I'm going to go a little bit off presentation and talk as well about the advertising side because it seems to interest a lot of people here as well. But, you know, at the end of the day, advertisers are desperate, desperate for that the word in the industry is engagement. Yes. They, they want this engagement, but there is no engagement on television. There is no, there's, there's no connection in radio. There's no engagement in mainstream media because there's no, that emotional bond, that connection. The fact is, almost every single podcaster, including Adam Curry, can be contacted, has an email address, is accessible. And that's maybe the difference maker. So in addition to this idea of expertise and passion, there is also accessibility that I would say is number three. Yeah, accessibility is amazing. I mean, having connection, building community with people, what what really drives podcasting for me is the relationships that I build. I, I have friends today that... that totally do not understand what I say when I said I have a I have a friend of mine who's a podcasting priest in the Netherlands and they're like oh those we are we even have coined a term in our podcasting community called imaginary friends so it's like whenever somebody says you know hey Cliff said this Cliff said that that's what what some of my listeners are saying in the car when they speak to their wife and they're like all those podcast people it's like no they're friends I mean we're really friends and, and so, yeah, we are accessible. We do answer emails. We do respond to you. We, I mean, many of us would die to have you call and leave a voicemail or a comment on a listener line. And we, we put the numbers out there for you for a reason. And, yeah, we are def- you can reach us without any problem at all. I think, I think the industry term, in fact, is pod people. No. Um, so, 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 Cliff, um, the Jaffe Juice audience, how many podcasts you got? Tell us about it. Share it with us. All right. I have 17 of my own personal podcasts. Um, okay. Insert Goss Cast Blaster Sound here. <laughs> okay. So here's the deal. My wife and I started out with the TV show Lost. We podcast immediately after that episode airs each time it's a new one. And then we come back on the weekend and produce a second podcast. So we do that one twice a week when Lost is on. How many? How many uh, listeners? Uh, over fourteen thousand to the podcast. <laughs> you know, I met some of the guys over in Dallas. They had uh, Lost Cast. I think that was theirs. Um, but yeah, that's Brian Keeler or uh, John Keeler. John Keeler, and he had like yeah. seven or eight thousand. Crazy. All right, carry on. Yeah. So we we started with Lost, and then I started uh, saying, you know, I want to start sharing my life. And I know that people come here, they come to listen to about Lost. So I started another show called My Crazy Life, which is just my daily audio journal. Stream of thought, everything, you get it all. Even the stuff I wish I never would have said. I mean, it, it, it just goes out there. And people are drawn to the authenticity of me sharing my life online. So I love that. It's my favorite show of any of the shows that I do. We then uh, went on to uh, start, I started another show called Generally Speaking About the Church, where I share my, my faith. But then the, we started getting in. It's like, you know, we're doing Lost. Why not do Grey's Anatomy? My wife loved the show Grey's Anatomy. Then we started Private Practice as an offshoot. Then we did Heroes. Now my daughter, and you heard me mention earlier, my daughter, eight years old, 
She has just finished her third episode of Hannah Montana podcast, the fan podcast. Over 4,000 listeners after two weeks. And that is just growing like crazy. So, so I took my daughter to see the uh, 3D yeah. movie uh, last week. So I'm going to introduce her to, to your podcast. Yes, and, and it's great because it's, it's an opportunity for me. This is what podcasting does for me. All these podcasts that I'm talking about, 17 of them, you're thinking, okay, Cliff's a husband and he's a father of three. When does he have time with his family? We podcast our family. My, my wife and I, almost all of the shows are co-hosted with my wife. We have more conversation as the husband, husband and wife than almost any other couple I've ever known. Communication is like through the roof in our house. And you know what? The amazing thing is, we, do we fight? Do we bicker? Do we argue? Yes. And we do it in the podcast. And people are like, wow, that's real. That's authentic. I'm, I'm, de- I'm definitely mentioning this one to my wife. I, lo- I love the idea of connecting through podcasting as well. And by the way... I love the fact that you exploit your eight-year-old daughter. That's awesome, man. I love it. You gotta, you gotta milk the offspring. You gotta do it. Like at the end of the day, I look at my kids and I say to them, like, "Is she a doctor? You know, is he a famous author? I need to place my bets now, and I need to make sure." Cece spoke about lawyers and contracts. You know, I'm only kidding, of course. But, but at the end of the day, it's what happened to Lindsay Lohan's dad ain't gonna happen to me. I'm just saying that right there you now. Go. My wife can respond to that later. <laughs> So, I mean, I, I could go on about the other shows. I do one called The Podcast Answer Man. I, I do a bunch of shows. I mean, all of them are at gspn.tv. The one thing you can be sure of is that every podcast that I do, I'm extremely passionate about the topic for which I podcast about. Well, well Cliff, it's a real pleasure to meet you. I'm honored, as, as, as I always say, you know, that you listen to Jaffe Juice. Um, it is customary, if you would have listened early on, that I hug every single person that all I right. meet. So, hug it out. All right. And, uh, and I'm going to be subscribing to at least, at least my crazy life. The funny thing is, my wife and I have not gotten into Lost. We just bought season one DVDs. So, talk about the long tail. Yeah. So, we're going to watch it, uh-huh. and I'm probably going to find myself archiving. Well, here, here, let me tell you about Lost. Never, never watch one episode. Wait, let it? me tell you. You, as a casual viewer, if you just watch the show, it's entertaining as all get out, and it's, and and you will love the mystery that comes right around around the second half to the third last third of the season one. It really sucks me in right at that point in time when, as far as interest uh, for the mystery that's on this island. However, I will tell you there are things in that show that you will never catch as a casual viewer. Literally, you have to take. There are people after the show is finished. They take where they've recorded it and and do a screen capture of every single frame of that show. Wow. And people analyze it, and there are things in there meant for you to go in and analyze. A book laying on the bed, just sitting on the bed in the background, that book is sitting there for a reason. They want you to go and look up what that book's about, and then all of a sudden you realize, oh, wow, that has an obvious tie-in to what's being told in the story. And just tons of stuff like that. So yeah, absolutely. That's what my wife. That's what my wife and I first started doing. We, we would say, okay, after the episode, let's go research everything everybody's talking about on the internet and come and come and put it together for you to listen to. Well, it's been a real pleasure, man. And uh, I hope my listeners get as much out of this as I just got from uh, listening to you. And I'll be listening in the future. Thanks, man. Thank you. Thank you very much.
Alrighty, and so that was my talk with Joseph Jaffe, and what a great man he is. I was glad to finally get to meet him. I had heard his name so many times. I, I listened to one of his episodes on the way down to PodCamp Nashville. I listened to two or three episodes on the way back home from PodCamp Nashville. He is very enlightening in the as far as his discussion and his review of what's happening in the realm of marketing and new media. I think he's got a couple books out there that he's written about it. I know CC Chapman talks about him all the time, and so it very neat guy. I really enjoy talking with him, and looking forward to uh, hooking up with him in another uh, venue of PodCamp somewhere sometime down the road. I'm sure. And uh, this last bit that I'm going to play for you here was a, a meeting that I had with a guy named Mike from Concert Blast. Now, Concert Blast is a podcast I had heard about uh, a long time ago. I listened to a couple episodes, really liked it, and somehow it eventually made its way off of my iPod. But uh, I'm very glad that I connected with him down at PodCamp Nashville and I can, I'm proud to say that uh, Concert Blast is, is back on the playlist. But anyway, here is my conversation with Mike. Check one, two. Okay. Hey, everybody. Cliff Ravenscraft here. I'm continuing on uh, meeting new people here at uh, PodCamp Nashville. And I'm here with Mike. Mike, what's your last name? I'm Mike Arnold from Concert Blast. All right. Now, Mike has uh, just introduced himself to me. And uh, what's amazing is I've heard Concert Blast. I found it on my own somehow. <laughs> And uh, tell, I'll tell you, for my audience, tell, tell folks what you guys do. Well, what we do, we do three different things. We do concert reviews. We actually do the review at the venue. We talk to the fans. So we do interviews with the artists, with the fans, with the people behind the scenes. And we also uh, do music discussions. Right. Now, you have uh, you do just about anybody that will come into Nashville, right? Well, we, we usually stay in the classic rock genre. Okay. But, you know, Nashville's country music, and we do a lot of Christian rock That's music, what I, I think I would really, because I, I like a lot of uh, Jars of Clay and stuff. Yeah. You guys yeah. did Jars of Clay once, right? We did right? The, uh, the Gospel Music Week. Yeah, okay. GMA Week, and Jars of Clay was one of them we talked to. Wonderful. Yeah. So, so you guys go to these events, and now you're actually, you've got to the point where these the artists are actually inviting you to come and cover them, that's right? That's right, that's right. Matter of fact, the Bonnaroo Festival, big festival here in uh, Tennessee, that brings people in from all over the world, contacted us last year and the year before. Memphis in May has a three-day big event. They, all the festivals usually try to get us to get out there. We promote not only the artists, but the festivals, the venues, wherever we are, even the promoters. Awesome. And where can folks find your podcast? At concertblast.com, of course, on iTunes and all the other podcast directories. Well, wonderful. Thank you very much, Mike. It's good well, thank to meet you. Thank you, Cliff. I appreciate it. Thanks. All righty. So that gives you just a little bit of an example of some of the conversations I had there at PodCamp Nashville. Stay tuned for episode number 52, and it's going to be PodCamp Nashville Review Part 2, I guess. And I'm going to be sharing a little bit of a sound clip that I had with uh, two of the divas from the Diva Cast. That was an excellent conversation. And I, of course, had a conversation at an after party uh, with uh, Mitch Cantor and David Delaney, two guys that I had met at PodCamp Nashville for the very first time. So that'll be coming up shortly. Thanks for listening, and special thanks to Evan Ag over at agedesign.com slash podcast. Make sure you mention the podcast Answer Man for 20% off.